Hey y'all, this is Trent Knox with The Trent Knox Show, Season 2, Episode 9. Uh, okay, today, it's Friday, you know, it's the weekend for a lot of you guys. Um, I, I'm so happy for everyone that is living their lives and taking it to the next level. Uh, I guess first and foremost, um, I had a great conversation last night with uh, Mr. Nive Monroe, who uh, graced my uh, podcast two episodes, two or three episodes ago, um, about uh, life and being an adult and what it takes to succeed in this uh, entertainment industry that we're in today and uh he you know kind of propelled me to this moment in which i am going to be attempting to like start building the uh, the the video portion of this podcast and uh this is the first step um and you know i've been really wanting to uh start doing video work for people and and uh doing building my own portfolio i guess of the type of things that i can do um a lot of what i've been doing you know is behind the scenes especially with austin live and local and not really uh showcasing what i'm familiar with doing as far as like putting on the production and doing the like social media aspects behind the scenes um and really putting together a business you know what i mean and I, uh, you know, I'm repping the Common Chaos merchandise woke right now. Uh, it's one of my favorite shirts to wear. It's actually extremely comfortable. It's, uh, I believe, if I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to mistake it, but it's one of those big companies that are out there that are really putting together merch, right? Uh, that made this particular shirt. Um, hey, and uh, let me know about the quality of the audio in the comments uh, on Facebook Live or on Hear This, or just shoot me uh, a message and let me know how you what you guys think about the quality of the audio, uh, the video where uh, I'm just starting. You know what I mean? Um, I have a different, I have a couple different setups for this uh, for this video. Um, right now, I'm working on the uh, the the networking portion of it so like the computers and uh, some of the uh, the camera equipment that goes into it uh, and obviously I need to upgrade the microphones and and whatnot so that it makes it a little bit better for you guys is listen, listening pleasure where you're you know watching this live on Facebook or hearing this live uh, on hear this or you you get the chance to like get the video on demand or the audio on demand later uh, but this podcast is really about um, the business aspect of of putting together a show like this um, well I talked about it yes last uh, last podcast about the uh, about you know my uh, wanting to you know go work for a bigger brand and help them produce content whether that's video editing photography videography live streaming uh, podcasting whatever that may be um, I kind of want I kind of want to showcase my talents and, and and let you guys know how 
some of this is this is working now uh, this isn't going to be a tutorial podcast uh, or tutorial live feed um, but it's going to be kind of like a, a, a story so um, a, a, a few years back probably 2012 I was talking to Knives about this I had done a video um, which I don't know if it even exists any, any longer it was uh, a video really talking about the philosoph philosophical subjects and um, esoteric thoughts uh, I had done like a uh, I had written a paper or kind of like an article on how uh, people should uh, be living their lives and and I kind of attribute it to some some maybe um, you know substances that I was consuming at the time uh, that I was doing that but um, maybe not maybe it was just the timing in my life and the fact that I was you know in philo philosophical courses at Texas State and I was uh, hanging around a lot of influential people to me and and um, it kind of shaped the person that I was at the time and so I was having these conversations with myself and of course with others um, about the reality we live in and I, I'm, I think that I've become more versed in the communication uh, and vocabulary that is needed to have these type of conversations as I've grown older and now now that I'm 24 I know uh, something we we talked about is that I'm very young I'm still only 24 years old I'm still learning and and, uh, and to other people they, they may see that as just starting um, but everybody's on their course uh, differently of their lives. However, what I'm what I'm getting at is that I have some experience since 2012. I've been trying to build websites, um, doing video work, and it's been hit or miss whether I've actually taken it seriously. And I think this is the time in which I'm going to really take it seriously and go take it to the next level personally. Okay. Um, I started Austin Love and Local, as you guys know, back in uh, January 2017 with a couple of different guys, uh, Chris, uh, Christopher Tutin, uh, Sebastian Thomas, and uh, and sometimes, uh, um, oh my gosh, those guys, uh, sometimes some other guests, and um, the next the next step after that was working with Brian on building the network and working on uh, putting together an actual show so like that was stitched together somewhat and I mean uh, it worked for what it was was but I really wanted to be able to provide people with an, a high quality uh, uh, experience that was kind of like a a, um, a uh, jerry-rigged situation and this is kind of a jerry-rigged situation but it's uh, facing at me so star power just just uh, to boast a little bit there but what I'm really trying to get at here is that uh, there's a lot of things going on in social media and in uh, and in digital media in general and that I've really worked forward to be able to um, allow for this sort of content to be uh, distributed well on DSP um, DSPs digital streaming platforms and um, and it's also been the content that I've been consuming, and, and the more, the more you you consume uh, industry-related content or um, things that are going to be educating you on on the profession, the more you learn about how to put it together yourself. And it has become kind of a uh, a topic of discussion whether you know traditional si school systems or traditional education is the proper way to learn how to do something. And, um, 
and I'm not exactly sure whether you know the university system is for everyone or if the um, the new form of schooling is for everyone uh, where it's online media because everybody's different like I was just saying uh, previously that everyone learns differently so you know it might be a social uh, social reason why you, you become more educated it might be a personal reason that you become more educated but whatever that is you should at least have some reason um, and I when I f first started learning or I guess learning higher higher education um, I didn't necessarily have a reason um, I I was following along with what my parents what my elders what my friends and family like everyone was telling me that I needed to do which was go to the university go and study it's what the mainstream does it's what everyone who is you know made a lot of money does you know you're not going to be the next Bill Gates you're not going to be the next Jeff Bezos you're not going to be the next uh, Elon Musk you're just going to be average and if you're just going to be average you need to do what average people do um, and maybe in this day and age where most of the content that we consume is digital that's not right for people maybe that there needs to be some more counseling more career counseling and more educational counseling as to what needs to be uh, not what needs to be done for you as an individual and um, I'm kind of just going off of the the last thing that I'm saying when I'm freestyling here and I think that someone with the capabilities of of doing this consistently and bringing more and more value to the table is extremely important for uh, businesses and even personal brands uh, and uh, taking them to the to new heights or maybe in a new direction or changing the stagnant nature inside of a, a community which they can't find new content or you know they, they've gotten writer's block but <clears throat> Allowing people to really voice their opinions is extremely important and not shunning those people for sh uh, for expressing their opinions. Um, you know, and that everyone communicates differently and that you should, you should never see something at face value. You really need to d go deep into the content and be more than just a, just a person who hears sound bites and sound bites that don't necessarily provide the most valuable content to the user or the, the person receiving the, the, uh, the data, especially a viewership or a situation or a, a, um, a listening situation like, like this. Um, so let's get down to it. Social media. We've got some major platforms right now. We got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and then some people would say Snapchat, but there's not a lot of um, analytics that can go behind Snapchat. Uh, and then you can go into the things like Musical.ly and more niche applications that um, aren't as robust right at the moment. Now we gotta say right now, on social media, Instagram's king. Um, visually uh, and text-based, Instagram is where the most content is consumed. Uh, now there are a lot of eyeballs on Facebook and a lot of eyeballs on Twitter. However, they're not as um, they're not as how can I say this correctly? Um, there's a lot of dead weight on, or dead followers on Twitter and on 
end on Facebook. And not when I say dead followers, it means inactive. Inactive followers. Sorry, I said dead. Inactive uh, followers, meaning that they 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 retain profiles, but they haven't been on a platform for for a long time. Instagram has them has I think I believe. Let me let me check the data on this. Um, I believe they have the most active follower or active followers. And um, and in order for for that to to stay up, they have to provide quality content. And what I've noticed is, as a, um, I'll get back to that. I'll come back to it. Uh, is that a lot of platforms that are social media is that they provide rollouts for updates, and then it's hard to determine whether uh, the consumer is going to be able to uh, access the data that's being put out, especially on systems like IGTV or Twitch.tv or um, or a lot of different uh, platforms that are more niche. Um, social media platform form with most active users. Okay. Oh, I was actually wrong. Facebook has the most active users, but that as of today. Okay. I was wrong. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Well, it's um it seems as though okay, okay, when it let's simplify. Facebook is complex. It's a um a complex net network of, of social media. And Instagram is more simplified. You know, you have your feed and you have your stories and you have uh you have now IGTV, but it's uh it's kind of concise as to what you're what you're view viewing. Um but what I wanted to do with this conversation and I kinda straight off of the topic there, but what I wanted to do with this conversation was speak on the fact that each platform has its own um, narrative or its own kind of uh, direction. Facebook, obviously, we have our friends and our family mostly on Facebook. However, that's developing in as well as we get these groups and we get these uh, pages and we see um, content from the Facebook TV to the marketplace and um, how much that is diversified over time. Because I remember, <laughs> remember when when Facebook when I first started interacting with Facebook it was almost it was more for me gamified than it was to it is today uh, remember remember Farmville remember uh, Mafia remember uh, a lot of these these games that were built inside the Facebook browser that socialized uh, these web-based games and we don't see that as much anymore because um, systems like uh, the Nintendo and um, and the PlayStation and the Xbox kind of took the the necessary uh, actually it wasn't really that it was more so the social social games inside of the Google Play Store and the Apple Store like uh, Words of Friends and uh, and Scrabble and stuff like that that put put it on the cell phone rather than on the on the computer because it came more easily accept accessible on the uh, cell phone than it was on the computer and so I guess that's one thing 
uh, innovation as for, far as uh, where we're at today. And then another thing would be the content. So the content that is on Instagram is more sexualized. And uh, it's, it's more about the um, aesthetics and the exposure of a valid and almost validation of who is successful and who's living a, a life that is um, grandiose not well maybe if, if if you have these feelings of grandiose or uh, of a lot of grandeur um, and we we look to on Instagram for things that that will uh, in entice or not entice but provide us with serotonin boosts and and, and give us that uh, feel good uh, feeling by looking at these images that uh, really show us what's possible in the world and uh, we li we live vicariously through these through these uh, these social media influencers on Instagram. Uh, same can be said for Snapchat. Um, while Snapchat is struggling because Instagram was able to capitalize off of a lot of the features that uh, Snapchat offered, um, Snapchat has some uh, geolocating and and uh, and certain things that really confine uh, are are really define the the user base, um, especially with a younger demographic. Uh, and uh, the way that they communicate in a short uh, short frame of uh, I think this is just a, it just it's just the way that young younger people communicate is um, not as much uh, attachment not as much attachment so there needs to be uh, a faster more uh, disconnected uh, environment and that's what snapchat is so you know you you these pictures are being sent and, and received and and um, they expire over time um, and it's it's a you know you have to be there to to experience this the um, the value on snapchat uh, which can which can lead to a little bit of of a um, disappointment because well what happens if you miss out on someone's snapchat um, because you're existing on Instagram or you're existing on Facebook and uh, it's very difficult these days to allocate your time across these social media platforms um, and cross-platforming is kind of becoming frowned upon because people ex have high expectations of um, an individual putting on um, multiple different or uh, a wide variety of content across multiple platforms so for YouTube you need to do something that you would do you need to do something different than you would do for IGTV while YouTube um, is is less mo it wasn't built for mobile mobile first um, such as Twitter or for or, or snapchat or or whatnot um, or Instagram even um, you you the expectations for um, for these platforms are going to be higher because with the um, the use of a mobile device you're able to create more content because well let's face it most of us have our our cell phones strapped to our hip most of the time and um, and we should be able and, and, and the expectation is that you should be able to create content um, daily for IGTV YouTube to some extent and for Facebook and for all these platforms 
and not be falling behind um, on on those posts and the expectation might be set way too high um, you know because these social media influencers with large following bases uh, are doing are ex, ex, are living their lives uh, on these platforms uh, if they're the ones self-producing now you know a lot of the larger uh, Instagram uh, influencers and YouTube influencers uh, are beginning to have production teams that uh, are at scale to 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 document and create help help produce content for these platforms however it's still um, it's still shown it, the 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 narrative that is still shown is that they're independently producing their snapshots their instagrams their youtubes and that they're putting they're showing something that's not a reality for most individuals um, see I'm self-producing all of my content my podcast my my videos uh, my Instagram and um, and I'm I don't have I don't uh, I'm doing my best I shouldn't say I don't have I'm I'm attempting to do my best at producing this content uh, at scale you know what I mean across all platforms different content on each platform while that may not be the case uh, f for me very long because I'm going to essentially be use using Facebook to record the video, then post it on YouTube later for video on demand um, and let people really see multiple versions of the uh, art, multiple different, uh, see it on multiple different platforms. Um, the, the other thing is that uh, it's very different um, the content as it's consumed on different platforms. If you you're consuming a uh, video on YouTube, uh, you're gonna feel way differently than you are consuming the video on uh, on Facebook or Vimeo or wh what have you. Um, the the thing about this is that it takes a lot of uh, technology to to capitalize on these uh, these particular types of distribution uh, you you need a lot of hardware you need a lot to, for for high quality production you need a lot of hardware and you need a lot of, of resources to to make sure that you're providing the best quality content uh, to users and I'm, you know what? Honestly, I get disappointed in myself some, from time to time, and you know this is something that really depresses depresses me, is because I have things in my head that I really, really want to produce, but I don't have necessary. I I don't I don't necessarily know how to accomplish uh, everything that I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? Um, some of the some of the some of the things I I have of you know a cell phone, a webcam, a computer. They could be used in different ways, in which uh, in which I could uh, redneck or jerry rig the uh, the uh, the the peripherals or whatever to to produce high quality content. But it requires a lot of hardware and and utensils to to make this this type of thing happen. You know, it would be much easier if uh, it was all just plug and play. You know, uh, having a webcam and having computers actually way too many uh, pieces you know right now 
I'm using an outdated laptop and uh, a webcam that when I turn on sometimes is upside down and uh, so I have to use an external webcam and and it's uh, it's a bit of a wild ride trying to produce these videos but or these videos or this content or you know uh, not having the greatest microphones or whatever but you gotta create content and if I didn't do this uh, no one would know who I am you know what I mean uh, in today's day and age where everyone ex uh, expectations are that um, that you are up and fr up front with who you are and um, the the old age where people were uh, talking to people personally offline is just it's it's becoming more and more um, rare and uh, you know certain circumstances like when I uh, when I met Brian I mean but essentially I met Brian online because I was looking for a phone uh, or when I met knives essentially I met knives online essentially I met a lot of the people that I know today online even when I was going to school as a child I met most people I know from a system that was online I mean I don't believe I mean uh, from when I was a child the internet has almost always existed now not in the way that it has today where the power and, the, and what it is today but I was uh, you know I remember in third grade I was homeschooled and uh, I was on the computer and I would play like a Hot Wheels game to learn math you know what I mean and uh, and I really enjoyed uh, that that time when I was a kid you know because it was it was cool um, and it was gamified education was gamified um, you know education in general is gamified you know you want to be the top of your class you want to get in the top 10% to go to a good university uh, you want to be the best athlete you want to be whatever you are you got to work hard to do it um, and I think that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast and this uh, live feed is that I want to work hard to do it and I want to provide everybody with great content and even though I may not have all of the utensils and the equipment to get it done I'm going to do my best to provide you guys with everything I can to Elevate maybe your project, or maybe we can collaborate on a project, whatever it is. Uh, but let me get down to the next topic at hand, and that is, let me see, hold on real quick. Ah, I do want to mention that uh, my my good friend Tanner Walters of Creators is looking to cast some models, uh, male or female, to uh, do uh, merchandise or advertising photos for the merchandise that he's been creating uh, with his t-shirts uh, um, I don't have it today but uh, there's there's a shirt that he's built that says creators on the front so if you're a content creator this is perfect for you uh, you you become a team part of the team become a part of the team of the creators and um, let's take it to the next level let's do some amazing things you know what I mean whether that's podcasting art design modeling whatever it is but the point is is that he is uh, offering two hours worth of, of, of photo shoot content uh, in exchange for um, a few photos in uh, in the merchandise dice um, what else do we got here um, I think this might be actually a little too low for my volume but let's see we we got that going on and I wanted to mention that what else we got going on here um, alright so I talked about social media and I talked about technology being overpriced um, 
And I want to talk about stimulants. Um, maybe that's visual or maybe that's, uh, you know, something that you, um, you got going on. Uh, I know that this episode is going to be qu- kind of quiet. Um, and let me know if that's a problem. Uh, I'm not too sure exactly why it's so quiet, but I'm looking at the, the feed here and it's a little bit quiet. Um, so stimulants are, are something that has become a, a widely discussed topic uh, online, whether that's a drug stimulant such as, such as marijuana or it's a coffee or it's alcohol or it's a pharmaceutical or maybe steroids. Stimulants are something that I think that we all need to be discussing um, as their effect on us, both physically and mentally. Um, clearly, I've been talking about how they've been uh, causing a lot of depression, and they've been causing a lot of uh, stir up in the in the mainstream media. Um, however, I want to talk about the effects of them and the withdrawals. So, it's been a while since I drank coffee. Um, and even though I'm kind of like a, a mellow, turnt person, like I'm very mellow, but I'm also super turnt a lot of the times. Um, and I got a lot of energy that I, that I put together to, to, you know, just keep going, keep going. Um, drink some coffee today. And I think about coffee. I think about it, uh, as just the same way I would think about it as caffeine or soda um, however you know coffee is something that is not as culturally um, frowned upon as cocaine or um, culturally frowned on as part as uh, something like Adderall even and these sort of stimulants seem to become becoming more and more uh, widely used and uh, have become as widely uh, becoming more culturally accepted like uh, like coffee and um, I'm not too certain what the overall effects of that will be on our culture um, since we live in a culture you know where you know music is promoting you know uh, consumptions of uh, illicit drugs and uh, and um, and kind of wild sex sexual acts and and a life of uh, rock and roll we uh, we may be losing our inhib- inhibitions and maybe actually making it more difficult for us to experience um, euphoric uh, li- things and it's becoming more and more uh, difficult to feel pleasure from, and not physic like sexual pleasure, but like uh, happiness um, from things such as Instagram or uh, a, a good video or something like that. You know, we're extremely um, oversaturated as far as content goes, and um, I think that's because we all start doing the same sort of thing, and you know. It's it's interesting because the things that we we hear in music are shamed 
uh, across the board on uh, on Instagram. But maybe it's maybe it's a matter of uh, of of like uh, competition. You know, Instagram is becoming more competitive than radio and television. So radio and television is trying to snub Instagram from being successful by uh, deeming it as something, you know, crass or outlandish. Um, it's a it's a tough world we live in. Um, but I also wanted to talk about the appearance that we we put on uh, in front of in front of people. Uh, Face to face, maybe online or whatnot, and that um, that you some people just put on a show, like they put on such a show, uh, and they don't put they don't show their true selves uh, in front of the camera. They very super selective as to what their image looks like, and um, you know they can't just they can't just let it go for a second and be themselves. Uh, and talk about the pain and talk about the 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 happiness or talk about um anything really anything real and um it's mostly just it's just mostly advertisement for uh for the good life or for the for the life that isn't um you know filled with a variety of emotions um and you know you see situations like uh like what's going on with Takashi where he gets slumped for some for some uh for his money and his chains and then a week later he's got his chains back and he's up again uh, up in his game and he's got a, another mill on the wrist and another mill on the neck you know a million dollars worth of jewelry slinging all all the way around on and it and it makes you sick it makes you like oh my gosh he's got more money than i could ever imagine and and uh in my account today you know what i mean and uh and that we really we really aren't prepared for the type of competition that uh instagram or these social medias are providing because there's a there's such a uh vast <laughs> vast uh difference between the lower economic class and the what is now uh the higher income high economic class uh and i think maybe this this constant flexing on instagram and uh constant show off uh show off mentality on instagram is gonna make things much more uh universe or unified because more and more people are going to be flexing and showing off uh, how their their lifestyles are different than others and the monetary value of things, especially with you know a million dollars worth of diamonds on the wrist and a, a million dollars worth of diamonds on the chain. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, and let's talk about music. I guess now that I gotten into music. Um, the intro to song for this was by an artist uh, out of Round Rock, Texas, named Be The One, and that's a Gotti remix. And on the outro, I'm going to do uh, Be The One Saying Bitches remix. Um, that I love hip-hop. It, it's it's one of those things that, that you know, it's so diverse. Hip-hop is so diverse. And that uh, and the, the place that it is today is way different than it was when I first heard hip-hop. Uh, when I first heard hip hop, it was pop music. It was, 
the radio DJs, you know, spinning the, the tracks. And then I heard underground hip hop and I saw it saw underground hip hop start existing online with two dope boys back in the day. And, uh, and Datpiff and all those mixtape websites. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But now, now it's so saturated. It's crazy with uh, World Star Hip Hop and all these other websites that have really uh, put it in the forefront. And it's become mainstream. And now the, the, the radio DJs, um, they used to, they used to push, they pushed, they pushed underground tracks. But uh, now that now that it's owned by Clear Channel and iHeart, it's mostly pop music. So you'll hear extremely um, records that have a lot of marketing and advertising budget pushed behind them uh, by bigger record labels. Uh, that being said, I want to talk about my experience of Travis Scott's new album, Astro World. Um, I experienced the first uh, the first time I heard this album was at the listening uh, live listening live stream listening party uh, that DJ Academics put on on his Twitch channel um, and I listened to it and I wasn't I felt like I had heard the style before and that uh, and that was a little bit disappointing in that you know you got Rich the Kid you got all these littles popping up and you know what it has to do with is that Travis Scott's an interesting writer He's writing a lot of tracks. He's really doing. It. He's putting the work behind it, and uh, and that's highly respectable as a as a musician and a and a songwriter that he's really putting out. He's influencing music that much. Um, it's probably a little bit um, dated, and that may be why it, it doesn't sound like fresh. It seems like a little bit uh, less fresh than I would expect. Um, but it was. Uh, it probably it has a few good songs on it. I would say that the the latter half has a couple, and then the beginning obviously has a couple. Um, I was really impressed today with the YG album. Obviously, that was bangers. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of car songs for sure, and club bangers. Um, I I do like the new uh, Justin Bieber, DJ Khaled, Quavo, Chance the Rapper song. Uh, no brainer. It's no brainer. You know, it's good. Um, and it's gonna be a club banger. Um, Fifi, obviously, good good song. Uh, you know, it's Nicki Minaj with a comeback season. Hopefully, maybe, you know, she's got everything, all the card stacks against her to to uh, to perform well and come out here and make put out a, a banging uh, banging album. But we'll see. I mean, she's uh, she's bec- she's not she's not unique anymore. You know, she has to she has to do something extremely unique. Uh, we got you know we got a plethora of plastic uh you know type women out there singing we got a iggy azalea making her run back and uh we'll see how that works i'm almost talking like this music game is a sport and essentially it is a sport um and there's brackets you know you got you you each each person's playing their game and uh and then you get you know you start off as you're the only team in the league and uh then you got six teams in the league playing the playing the same sport so uh, Nicki Minaj has got a lot of competition. She's uh, she's not you know she's not uh, on her own as far as that goes because you know she's she, she that's where it makes it difficult. Uh, well, actually, I wouldn't say it makes it difficult in hip hop. Hip hop's about being flashy, so you know masculine or feminine characteristics in hip hop. It doesn't matter what you got. You got to be flashy, you know. And uh, some people can play that that same flash card and 
and it won't be, you know, it makes it no different because I guess the test is the test, and if you're not passing the test, you ain't passing the test, you ain't got the flashcards for it. Um, that being said, uh, country music is dead. Back to country music being dead. Uh, I haven't heard a good album since... I haven't had a good album in a long, 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 long time. I've, I'd say that maybe the last good album I heard was Randy Rogers. That was the last good album I heard. Um, that was a long time ago, and I purchased that album uh, way back in the day, and I, I think it's probably the last good album. Everything else has been super corny, just super corny. It's like, doesn't even reflect the, uh, the culture of country music at all at large. It's, uh, it's whack. You know, and there's club bangers like, uh, like Florida Georgia Line. You know, they're essentially hip hop, <clears throat> and uh, because they're in the know, they're 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 in Atlanta area. They're getting the same beats. They're getting the same musicians that put on the hip hop stuff. Um, I heard some good rock music, but honestly, I couldn't name an album. Uh, well, actually, I like that Breaking Benjamin stuff. It was pretty good. Um, I like that. Uh, uh, Red Cold River or whatever it is song. Um, alternative music, not a, not even really fucking with it. Uh, I guess if you're talking Black Bear as being alternative or whatever, EDM is so uh, so saturated. It's hard to even tell like what's good. Um, I you know I like uh, I like um, I like uh, Borgor. I like you know some of the older guys. Um, when it comes to that type of thing, I like trapaholics. I like all, all that sort of music. Um, but I mean, I haven't been in the EDM scene enough to go to the festivals or go to the events because they get they can be a little bit left leaning, and I'm not into that that much, um, you know. And so, I I would be um, surprised if anything super interesting comes out. Maybe the Maybe the scenes need to be a little bit more collaborative uh, and be sharing the music. I mean, country music and rap music tries to be collaborative as much as they, they like, at least a hit every once in a while. You get a couple of uh, collaborative tracks. You don't really hear that with rock music that much. Uh, you don't hear that at all with EDM country. I've never heard some EDM country that really threw me for a loop. But um, what else? Uh, gaming. Gaming is popping off like crazy growing super fast esports scene and whatnot um i'm super anticipating the uh, call of duty black ops for uh esports league this year uh it's a fast-paced game from what i've seen um i've been seeing that uh, i saw dr disrespect nade shot and a couple other guys were killing it uh yesterday when the when the beta was released and um I'm looking forward to, I don't know who's calling me, but somebody's calling me. Um, I'm looking forward to what that is. Um, I think over eSports scene as, as a whole is going to be interesting uh, on the back half of the 2018 season and into the uh, 2019 uh, seasons. Um, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a wild road we're living on these days. And, um, you know, if you're an influencer in any any uh, genre, whether that's gaming, fashion, music, uh, whatever you do, um, you gotta be active, uh, online and have a, a wide online presence. Uh, people are going to be wanting to really see and showcase who you are, um, 
you know, and hopefully, you know, you build a community that really surrounds your brand or your personal brand in a way that uh, really benefits both of you and the user. And, um, you know, as Gary Fee says that you got to document, 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 you know, put all the, the good and the bad on out there and see if uh, see what what people resonate with the most. Um, you know, it's it's a a place where you can you can really showcase number one to your friends and your fans, but another thing to your family. Uh, your family families these days are becoming more and more disconnected. The the uh, the old days where everybody sat down at the dinner table and um, and had a had a meal uh, and, and had a discourse is kind of becoming far and few between maybe there's a couple times in which that happens with uh with special occasions or whatnot but we're all being uh just just kind of taken in different directions because we're experiencing different things on these uh these mobile platforms and um mobile um the the introduction of personal screens uh has has divided us um internally as a uh, families and also as a, a nation and as um, also internationally it kind of it's changed the the way that we perceive uh, the the overall picture because everybody's experiencing um, experiencing things differently you know the old way of going to the movie theater and watching the same movie with a crowded uh, a room full of strangers uh, is becoming more and more less uh, popular. I still love going to the movie theater, sitting down and watching these uh, these these uh, movies. Um, however, you know, concerts are becoming more popular. Festivals are becoming more popular. Uh, esports events. So so these cra- uh, these these um, crowd events are becoming different. It's different, <clears throat> but. Maybe that uh, that'll um, maybe that'll change as uh, as as things become more and more popular, like esports and uh, and digital consumption of sports in general, like traditional sports. Um, who knows? I I I'm talking about these things, and and I think that it's uh, I think it's just real strange the 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 time we live in. Um, because we're living in the time, you know what I mean. If we hear about all the history and whatnot, and, and we hear people account the way they account history as it was like more like it was more like together, but um, I think people were just as confused in the past as they are in today, and what that would be con- what we consider the present now, but to there in the future. Um, sports, you know, it's. Traditional sports are are real difficult to follow right now because the way that um, the way that they have disenfranchised themselves from the online media and that they've been sticking primarily with uh, with old traditional networks such as ESPN and these uh, such that haven't become digit digitally. Um, integrated with things such as the platforms that have high consumptions like Instagram and Facebook and uh, and YouTube 
um, if they had become integrated, you know, within the systems uh, that exist today, I think that there would be more uh, consumption. While on a um, on a documentation level, um, you, YouTube does have a lot of content surrounding sports. Uh, the actual live events um, are not yet broadcasted across these platforms, you know. And I it would have been interesting of seeing the the um, them not build their own websites but go with where the attention is um, if ESPN had decided that they would do a partnership deal and a licensing deal with YouTube way back in the day I think the primary the primary comp consumption of sports would have been on YouTube um, however I think that boat has been met, has been has sailed and I don't think that uh, it's possible now it is possible that they go and make a, a, a deal like that um, with YouTube TV or Google TV or whatever, uh, it's hard to say uh, whether or not that'll be the case. You know, traditional cable services or uh, CSPs um, have kind of mo uh, monopolized uh, the the traditional television networks such as like CBS, NBC's, ABC's um, so sports uh, kind of stay on those platforms until something uh, something else happens it's interestingly sh it's an interesting situation considering that YouTube and Google in general has uh, has surpassed those networks quite by quite large numbers and Amazon by even quite even larger numbers. <clears throat> we we just have to wait and see what the what what the society brings us and see if we can't we can't get more um, you know if the attention shifts or or what's going to happen. I mean, the current technology and systems of radio and uh, and television are widely accessible uh, pretty much by any sort of um, radio or, or, or FM radio, AM radio, or system that can accept radio or television, bunny ears, of course. And the internet isn't at that at that scale yet. Um, but I'm sure it's just moments away, like literally seconds away until that happens. And I hope they, that we get to experience the transition and, and, and see what it, what it's like to have everyone experiencing things um, outside of television and that more TVs are going to be networked uh, it's kind of strange it reminds me of the Matrix but um, it's going to be a crazy future and I hope that everybody uh, you know who's listening uh, is having a good time and whatever they're consuming you know whether that's uh, you know great food or if that's an awesome new dress or, or a pair of shoes or whatever you 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 you're boosting your serotonin levels or bringing you happiness i hope that it it, it continues and i hope that it stays prosperous and uh big ups and little downs you know everybody have a great day uh, on the outro here we're gonna have uh be the one saying bitches